Jackson. GQ and Goop uh, is where she gets all her info, and that uh, Gwyneth is the oracle of our time. Mm-hmm. And wow. then I said, please pull over. This is a good spot. What's up? This is Conference Call. My name is Michael Antonio. You're on live with Phil. I'm Phil. Phil Kinaj. Got our producer, Mike Ill. Hello. And uh, we have our guest tonight is Jay Cox. Say hi into the microphone. Hello into the microphone, everyone. Very good. Uh, Jay is joining us from Seattle tonight. this is a this is a um, an LA pod exclusive, I think. Is that where you live now? Seattle. Wow, okay. Yeah, it's a, my only LA appearance this weekend. <laughs> nice. Glad you can make time to come through the podcast. <laughs> not a published booking. Uh, yeah, did right. Not do any advanced social on this, but uh. But I also d- I didn't put any limits on your other engagements <laughs> around it, so I just canceled nice. them. Yeah, yeah. To, well, just to, we're just gonna to send open. you a to do kit for what the press to do after we put this out. Got it. <laughs> You have your own Snapchat filter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. It'll take over our handle for 24 hours, make it great. Oh, yeah. That'd do we have fun. a handle? <laughs> no. Yeah, we don't. We don't even have a things to do list. We'll make one before then. <laughs> um, Jay, you're in town. What are you, what are you doing here? Tell me. Uh, in town for a work thing, work conference. I'm going to stand in the middle of the room, and people are going to come around me and ask me uh, if they can do something with me in my city, and I'll say yes or no. And then I'll go on for a couple hours. What kind of... (laughs) That's very informative. What kind of people? Uh, Event planners, companies, people that want to throw parties. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, oh, you have a venue in Seattle and San Francisco and London and New York and all these other cities. So, yeah. So now that you've seeded a little bit of mystery... Do you want to it's true. That flower that plant? It was both specific and extremely vague. (laughs) Uh, It's a biz bash. Uh-huh. I think they have them in a bunch of cities, but a bunch of event planners and companies come together and uh, everyone from balloon designers to magicians to caterers uh, sort of come around and see what venues are around the U.S. and try yeah, to Yeah, but that sucks. What do you stuff. do? Because uh, <laughs> what you do is actually I was like, cool. I think I had uh, unsubscribed from one of those emails <laughs> recently. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm in Seattle and I book and produce two buildings in Seattle. Uh, so people come to me, throw some parties. So it'd be nice to get a, uh, see what's out there. See who wants to come to Seattle. I still just don't want to drop the whole thing, do you? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, this is an extraction happening. Isn't yeah. It? I Apparently. work, I work for AEG. There we, go. Uh, we have two Seattle buildings, Showbox and Showbox Soto. And, uh, people come to me and want to do cool stuff. And it's really fun. Uh, every single day is totally different. Every party is 1000% different. Uh, and they're wild and fun, and at the end, everybody leaves pretty happy, and everyone makes a bunch of money. Are you at every party? Yeah, until Ooh. from when doors open and when until the last person's out of the building. Those are very long days. Holy That's amazing. Shit. Like every one. Like. Oof. So you got potty I've, fatigue right now. You're, I've you're gotten close to like 30,000 <laughs> 30, steps per event. That's a lot of steps. Holy oh, cakes. Yeah. And that's uh, like... Uh, without, and that's f- forgetting to stretch, forgetting like to drink water. That's days for, a week. <laughs> yeah. They're spread out. They're like once a week maybe on the oh. good months. Yeah, it's not every day. Oh. Yeah. 
oh wait a minute because AEG only presents at those places once in a while but we we own two buildings and most of the time there's concerts but when there's not concerts we have you know galas fundraisers tech events birthday parties right but you don't have to you only are there for the concerts you're saying i'm only there for my stuff yeah yeah i got you yeah word um what was the last party what was the last party that you were just at had about five five days of people doing what it's called a hackathon still don't know what they did but they were in the building for five days and that's a very (laughs) nice check at the end of the week like hacky sack or like hack a computer it's like a tech thing right yeah Yeah, like hack a computer (laughs) i don't know what exactly they were doing i didn't ask because i didn't want to seem like i didn't know what it was (laughs) so i just walked around the room and asked them are you good are you good need Mm -hmm. anything you good you good you good you good jello shots no jello shots for this crowd. <laughs> all paying candy I do crush. have those in my office though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ludlow jello shots uh, throughout Shout the sponsorship. Out, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> well, in a different life, uh, I guess, man, six, 15, 15, 16 years ago, I used to throw events quite frequently at the old show box and mm-hmm. um, Mr. Steichen. Yeah, those are good days, man. A lot of weird, a lot of weird shit in Seattle. Seattle is such a like um, it, uh, in my opinion, anyway, has always been kind of ground zero for breaking so many different genres of music, so many different styles, so many unique like like ballsy promoters in that town. Like, I remember our, our friend Marcus uh, Lolario used to be bringing like huge like. Uh, British drum and bass DJs and MCs to town like well before anybody mm. in the US knew what the fuck drum and bass even was and like ran like a big night like big excellent reggae nights there it's crazy I love now it. is that how you guys know each other from Seattle is that where you guys no uh, we uh, I fell into the Whitney Michael shark pig world because my wife is a wedding photographer photographer uh, shoots a bunch of stuff and Shouts uh, to Jenny hi Jenny Hey, Jenny. Hi, pregnant Jenny. Um, so she knew these guys. We happened to be at the Ace and Palm Springs all together one morning. Had a really, really fun breakfast where I happened to be very on, very early in the morning for free <laughs> coffee. Uh, and uh, made a good uh, impression on a bunch of folks. And then was welcomed into the lovely world oh, of... Uh, my gosh. Whatever you all do, yeah. Well, but you. So two years ago, you hosted Field Trip, and and that was like a a highlight, <laughs> at least from my perspective, uh, of that year because for once there was somebody kind of driving the ship who was just like making a joke of it, <laughs> which it was. You know, I mean, it is like. Field trips a laugh and it's real fun and it's like really over the top and crazy, but like sometimes it gets kind of like serious and sometimes the sometimes the people who come get like a little bit testy about things and and sometimes yeah. it gets a little too I don't know businessy or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the right really the right way to put it it's is. The water but pressure there. No one's having a great shower <laughs> for five days straight <laughs> yeah, with the water yeah, pressure. Yeah. It's, it's a not, lot. It's it wears quite, on you. After not quite a while. as bad as that other place in the mountain that didn't flush. But um, they're also rooming with other people they've never met before, and they want to impress everyone. And they're living out of a suitcase and mm-hmm. still trying to hashtag live authentic while everything's <laughs> also <Yeah>. wrinkled. <laughs> uh, but the great thing about totally. field trip was that they overslept and get that good morning light you know, on that. 
Yeah. Uh, I'd heard about it a bunch and was really excited to be a part of it and go. And it was really great uh, knowing that no one knew who the hell I was. Yeah. So right, right, right. That was like the 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 most amazing part because then you didn't have to like play by anyone's rules <laughs> or know what the rules were. Yeah, and right. Just sort of sure. go with the flow because that's sort of what field trip is, and it's funny for people to go the first time and watch Whitney and try to keep up, and it's mm-hmm. like no, you just it's a constant pivot yeah. all the time. So I was asked to host it along with Whitney and sort of. I wouldn't say host it, but sort of be a Whitney translator. Right, right. Yeah, and then also, so that. Whitney is a balloon. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the balloon just goes a little up to the sky. And my job was just get the string and bring the balloon back down mm-hmm. and explain to people, wow. this is a balloon. Yeah, but also there were some pretty good moments of just like background Jay just being snarky and stupid. Yeah, <laughs> which is no, I'm enjoyable. From, I'm from uh, Philadelphia originally, so it kind of the snarky, stupid thing just kind of comes with you when you're born. It just <laughs> it comes naturally. You get a swaddle, like, and you get that as well. <laughs> uh, but then I was also asked to roast a bunch of people, and a majority of people I had no idea who they were. So I was basically fed lines and fed info, and then had to translate that through what I felt comfortable saying, yeah. and then cut out the stuff I did not feel comfortable saying. Uh, and that worked out really well. A bunch of people drank and had a really good time. And I think the crowd was confused as to whether they had to be there or not. <laughs> I was there. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, this is getting personal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was really fun. And it was really hard to uh, capture that magic going back again this year. Because it was sort of like, oh, people know who I am. They know what I'm going to say when I open my mouth. And that's always a bummer. <laughs> uh, so it felt like a really special thing. Uh, and it was a great memory. And I remember... 98% of it, which is sort of amazing, given the situation. Uh, wow. What was the, the situation? that? Uh, situation was alcohol. You said, I was paid yeah. in booze. Yeah. Is what the situation <laughs> was. Sure. Yes. Uh, I was at this year's field trip. A lot of people would come up and remind me of things I said or say, uh, you said one of my favorite things last year, to which I would wince and become very scared that what was about to come out of their mouth was A, something I did not remember, or B, something horribly wrong that I should have never said into a microphone. Mm. Uh, and I think it worked out okay. <laughs> I think there was a, I think there were some comment cards turned in after year one. Um, so yeah, it was a learning experience, uh, but very yeah, fun. And cards. my, uh, I always knew I was doing a good job if I looked to my right and Michael was laughing. He yeah. was sort of my mark. Like if I can keep Michael laughing, I'm just going to keep going. So yeah. I would sort of peek over for everyone. I, I don't know. I think maybe I'm an easy mark. Like uh, maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I definitely, I definitely like to be the, the person laughing And And I think like, <laughs> I think I'm, uh, I find myself a lot being the only person laughing in the room. Not, uh, not uh, about <laughs> you, but just in general in life. Like I find, I tend to find a lot of humor in life. Yeah, you just need one person laughing. Right. And that'll keep you going. That's the it, best thing like, you can ever do is make someone laugh. And you get that feeling of, oh, I can do this. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if one person's laughing or the whole room's laughing. You can get off on that one laugh. Yeah, it's like DJing. As long as there's one or two people dancing and having fun, you're, you're like, it's the worst. The worst is like the fake. It's like the, there are the parallels. There's the fake laugh or like the, the ha, 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 ha. Yeah, laugh. That one or the, the or the dance, which I can't show um, in audio, but I can describe by keeping your both feet planted and just sh- sort of shuffling your shoulders back and forth. That's like 
the I'm not having any fun at all, but I can't stop moving dance. But you're also explaining how I dance. <laughs> so wow. some people can't move their lower body when they dance and can just either bite the lip and move say. the top half what of the body. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. well, the Phil's not happy DJing your party dance. Yeah. You mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was there at that roast. It was good f- for sure. Cause, um, yeah, laughter just makes things that are uncomfortable, totally acceptable and all that shit. And like, that was my first time coming to field trip and I definitely got overwhelmed with this vibe of how long have these people known each other? <laughs> it feels like they've known each other forever. You know, I said this like the second time I met these guys, I was like, dude, when we all hung out, I, I thought at some point we were all going to get naked together because it just seemed like that kind of crowd where i was like phil just deal with it tonight you're gonna show everybody your penis like it's just it's gonna be organic because it's that group they have a chemistry that's very organic penis we just build together yeah here's my organic penis guys i yeah that seems like a class maybe for 2018 Uh, it's so true whitney whitney no, he wouldn't listen to this, but he would be like, that's a great idea. We're going to add that to the <laughs> roster of things. To do. Phil, are you available? <laughs> the, the thing that I find to be forever the most fascinating element of, of the field trip is how many super awkward things there are that happen there and how well it's taken and how well it's dealt with. Because... You know, and knowing Whitney for as long as I have, he really does lean into awkward situations where I run from awkward situations. I'm not good with them at all, which is a really nice, uh, like, kind of yin-yang of our relationship is that he can sort those ones out and I, I can deal with other things that he doesn't want to deal with or whatever. But um, I do, I mean, and, and it's not like this whole podcast has to be about that damn roast that no one was there present for, but... Um, the Venn oh, wow, diagram what a of roast. listeners yeah. and people that were there. <laughs> what a roast. <laughs> this way. Yeah. But, but how awkward that was and how long it lasted before somebody had the presence of mind to be like, well, I think we better sh- shut it down now, was uh, of high merit in my mind. And I, I, I think that that's, it's, it is like a, a part and parcel of the charm of, of field trip is how awkward it gets. I dig that. Well, it also, I think Whitney leaves enough room for some question marks to pop up and stuff to get weird and stuff to change. And everyone that works for him or with him knows that we need to leave some wiggle room around everything. <laughs> Cause Whitney might decide he's going to change stuff up. So we just got to roll with it. But that's important too. And that's, I think that that's an important part of, events or or parties of any sort is is to not be holden to like a strict plan because that's when things start to get really boring and and unfun yeah the worst part about an event is following a timeline and checking it off oh speaker one went from eight to eight oh seven speaker two eight oh nine eight twelve it's not, it's but no those aren't the, those. those aren't the parties that you like to do, right? Like, so yeah. you, you work in these two spaces. What are the ones when you're like, this is my thing you got to come to? Like, what, what boxes do you have to check for you to feel like, well, you know, it's my kind of party when, or what were there's some clearly not a speaker year. there. There's not a speaker there. No speakers. No, nah, there's no, no timeline. Uh, different experience. It's Seattle. So a lot of people just walk around and look at their phones so you kind of have to make new environments every f- five feet. Wait, they only do that in Seattle? 
I think so. I think we're the only city. Yeah. yeah, yeah most sure. cranes and most people looking down at their phones. Uh, but it's a heavy tech crowd, so they're not, you know, not making a lot of eye contact, not connecting, not, you know, yeah, yeah. yelling at people on the other side of the room. So anytime people can make little tiny uh, environments inside our one big environment is really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, when multiple kinds of food are involved, uh, when the bar is open, yeah. uh, that's always a good one. Uh, and when people spring for, you know, a band or someone that knows how to play records and not just play two songs at the exact same time mm-hmm. and then an air horn. So <laughs> that's always a bonus when there's some entertainment involved. What about any memorable shows of this year? Because, I mean, dude, in those two spaces, you get to see the best of the best. Uh, the specials were pretty good. Yeah. Crossed oh, them wow. off my list. I was yeah. pretty excited for that show. Um, I missed The Revolution the other night. Like mm. Prince's band is touring. Miss them. That was a bummer. Um, Beck's coming up. That should That's be pretty fun. good. Have but you seen him play before? Yeah, when he did a tour with a bunch of marionettes. Oh, and, wow. and they all ate dinner together. <laughs> uh, so I'm pretty stoked for that one. But there's a show every night, so you kind of have to like pick your times. Uh, even if you're an extrovert like me, when you're going to recharge and not go out and see a band. And we have a kid on the way, so I'm realizing that like uh, I'm kind of excited not to be able to go out every night mm-hmm. i kind when of does, uh, nightlife dad life i'm i'm excited for dad life i'm very excited <laughs> to stay in and re- and just be present yeah. with something you get one of those growing. black lit baby bjorns so <gasps> you're just like they know that dad's in the club tonight oh man that is a good we're sleep option. training just keep going we're is there an training. air horn that's sort of silent but it makes like a, a visual mm-hmm. reference maybe it's of the sound? air white noise air white you noise the big air <sighs> <laughs> that's a great idea yeah no problem i'm gonna have some time to work on that when does your baby drop uh the release date is uh <laughs> second terms. friday in october <laughs> the release date. <laughs> uh, it's got a real we, uh, we uh we have a couple epks out there yeah sure uh some you know pretty exciting but yeah very excited to just not go out for a while and just be home with the dog and the wife and the kid mm-hmm What's your paternal leave time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I emailed about that today. So mm-hmm. maybe nice. a little late figuring that out. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pending. Have to get back to you. Yeah. We'll add that to the podcast afterwards. Yeah. I have some homework note. afterwards, some social media work to yeah. do, and some paternity leave stuff to do. <laughs> we'll make a quick note, Mike Cruz. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a producer task. <laughs> um, I've been, this is topical. Which is hard because God knows when this fucking thing's coming out. But um, I've been obsessed with that HBO little mini series, The Defiant Ones. Mm-hmm. Have you watched that at all? We the last event we did was a party for that. We did a screening, and then a, a rock a rocky band played, which is a live <laughs> karaoke band, and they only did songs from the oh, bands man, that were that's, involved. That's wow. fun and yeah. really hard. That's yeah, yeah. like yeah. just trying to do like uh, they did a really good no doubt but their snoop (laughs) stuff wasn't so good i really wanted to get up and sing with them and i really wanted to do a no doubt song i'm kind of bummed that didn't happen which one which no doubt song uh what's the spider web song oh that's a good song i'm not home right now yeah that's a good song do you have a go-to in karaoke suspicious minds by elvis presley oh wow so first date uh with the now wife we went to a restaurant uh jenny is known for doing karaoke and I was like, oh, I also like, I also am known for karaoke. We should do this once. Uh, awkward first date <laughs> topics. First date? You first, went? 
No. To I, karaoke? Well. Oh, no, you talked about it. By okay, mistake. Yeah. And she said, look to your right. And I looked up and the sign said, live karaoke, 9 p.m. And it was like 8.30. Uh, and she's <laughs> like, we should stick around. So we did karaoke on date number one after eating and drinking. Wow. She did She Bop by Cindy Lauper and walked around the whole restaurant and sang to people. That's pretty great. She also got caught in the like uh, a structure on the wall and then turned around and apologized to it, which I caught, which was amazing. Uh, and then I went into Suspicious Minds and sang to everyone in the room. And afterwards, she said, uh, you didn't sing to me. You sang to everyone else. And I said, well, because the line in the song is I'm stuck in a rut and I can't get out because I love you too much, baby, <laughs> which I thought was a little heavy for date one. Yeah. She. She recognized that. Here you are with child. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Stuck in a rut. Uh, and then we did um, Hunger Strike together by Temple of the Dog. Ouch. Damn, there's nothing more Seattle than Temple of the Dog. <laughs> First like, day we, karaoke. We went home and watched singles, and then, yeah, and then we were steady. Yeah, yeah we, went to, we went to that first Starbucks down in Pike Place Market. Is that the movie that ha- was all Temple of the Dog soundtrack? Yeah. Yeah. I really, really uh, like that song. There were other songs in the... In the a lot of replacement... Uh, Paul Westerberg yeah. songs for some reason. Yeah. But no. That was the first time I had ever heard... Oh, well, Temple of the Dog was... Oh, oh it's a super group, kind of? Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I had a roommate in college who... Uh, there was like a three or three to six week run where Pearl Jam was releasing a bootleg from their concert every Tuesday at Other Music. And he'd literally be like, Oh fuck! And he'd come through the door after class, and I'd be like, "What's wrong?" And he'd be like, "I'm late. I gotta go get this Pearl Jam uh, bootleg." I find I was, it strange was, that other music would be selling Pearl Jam bootlegs. I feel that that would be beneath uh, their no, musical taste. This I was once, a feature thing, and and if you were a deep grunge person, mm-hmm. this was what you were doing. Are we talking about the one in New York? Other music? No, in Boston. Oh, actually, yeah. Or oh. you know what? It wasn't. In, hold on, it wasn't. It was in music. Cambridge. Other music one, did open a location in that Cambridge. That was, but you know what? This wasn't another music thing, and I'm glad that you divided the brand properly. It was Thank a you. Newberry Comics. Yeah. Okay. That, much, yeah. Much Very different, different brand. Much different. Mm-hmm. Very uh, different. Other music had a much higher uh, IQ. level of... Yeah. Uh, I did not get hired there because I was told I did not know enough about music. Oh, did yeah. you live in Boston? Uh, this was the New York location. Oh, right. I lived in New York for a yeah. year. And that's a sobering thing to be told. Yeah. You do not know enough about oh, music. Shit. And you're like, you know what? I think you're kind of right. I do not know enough about music. Yeah. Thank you. But I did New- work in Newberry, Newberry Comics. So Newberry I was Comics. able to meet that. That's it. Yeah, you're like, but I went straight to Newberry Comics and you're hired. <laughs> you're like Pearl Jam, yeah. You know where the store is. Newberry yeah. Comics was known for their bootlegs. Like that was something that right. they did. Like I bought yeah. heavy Bob Dylan bootlegs there back in the day. Yeah. Mystery Train down the block, which I also worked at, was also known for their off-brand bootlegs. Mm-hmm. I worked with uh, my two co-workers were Peter, the drummer from Mission to Burma, and Fuck. Jeff, the singer from The Liars, uh, L-Y-R-E-S. Great bands. And they were the good cop, uh, bad cop of this is what you could do with yeah. your life, and the other one was this is what you shouldn't do with <laughs> your life. Wow. <laughs> Is Jenny from Philly? No, where's she from? Jenny's from New York. I'm from Philly. And then we met in Seattle. That's what's up, man. Yeah. And you both like Temple of the Dog. Okay. Ah, I think it was like a cool, it was a funny thing to do. I'm yeah. not sure she loves it so much, but right. I really like that song a bunch. Uh, so Defiant Ones. Yeah. Did you also see Straight Outta Compton? Of course. So episode one, you kind of like, ah, I know this stuff already. 
Yeah, and, and Phil and I were talking about this last night yeah. a little bit. Like, I got lots of opinions. I feel finals. like, I mean, I love it. I, I think it's great filmmaking. Are I you think done it's really the whole, compelling. No, I haven't watched all of it yet. I'm spoiler alert. I'm like toward the end of uh, episode three. Is it just three? Or is there four? There's four. Great, because I don't want it to be over yet. They um, get richer in episode four. Spoiler alert. They make yeah. more money. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a docu series, which you know, I feel like it has a different kind of arc that obviously you can achieve better an episodic sort of mm-hmm. arc but the start which we can talk about because you've seen i think is the best it's the most expertly film made like because it's it feels like they give it this whole you know it's like the false start and it's the warts and all approach where you actually get to see dr dre in a really vulnerable position mm-hmm. And it's clever because it also sets up this really important context that I feel like they do a really a slick job. This is where like Alan Hughes is sort of super editing and that where it's like super watchable and incredibly entertaining. Yeah, um, they flip in this thing where he's like, "You remember in Goodfellas when he's like, hey, stop buying cars and doing all this." It just sets them up again on this sort of gangster context, and it, and I feel like that's the crux of the relationship. But it's also they had to do it in an underhanded way because it's it's also this thing that we kind of we've seen that for so long, you know. So I felt like they handled it in a way that they kind of dupe you into it, and you don't revisit it until later. Like my biggest beef with the thing was the relationship between Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. I felt like it was sort of just glossed over, and instead we get these really fascinating close-ups of a bunch of archival stuff that we kind of didn't get a chance to see. And then the philosophy of Interscope and all that shit. That's the really interesting stuff. Yeah, know? but I also felt like, and I'm still a little bit unclear what the intention of the whole piece is. Is it uh, like a bio right. on Jimmy Iovine? Is it uh, a look at a bunch of like really revolutionary artists who happen to be glued together by Jimmy? Or like, because yeah. I'm like, I didn't know a lot about his backstory and about how much he had done with so many rock bands and how he dated, uh, what's her name from Stevie Fleetwood Nicks. Mac, Stevie Nicks. And, yeah. and like, and just God, like, didn't you love that? God is amazing. She's like, I was making pizza toast for Jimmy. <laughs> God. So and you're fun. like, man, that is my, one of my, there's two favorite scenes. One is the pizza toast. And the mm-hmm. other is in episode one where Dr. Dre is listening to Nirvana on the, Deck of his cabana on his private island, yeah, and so the way in which me. he's listening to that Nirvana was so funny to is me. a way in which I don't ah. think people actually listen to music. <laughs> yeah, uh, that it, shit was hilarious. It felt like maybe that was the first time he's heard Nirvana. Like, I'm just cooling off in the Caribbean, <laughs> listening to my favorite band of all time. Yeah, I, the the Pizza Toast was amazing because I feel like there's nothing that says uh, interim love more than pizza <laughs> toast. Like, she's like, I was staying in his house while I was basically like and hiding at a really basement. dark time, but the pizza toast and the bond between us. He's a great guy. But like all the <laughs> all the bits about like like I really love the the parts about Trent Reznor and 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 Marilyn Manson. We talked about this last night, Phil. Yeah, like yeah. They, it was like a bummer that there wasn't some interviews with Marilyn Manson for I whatever really, reason. Yeah, he's but so- like I just feel like they were like okay, quick cut to like this one revolutionary artist and this one and this one and now back to drag quick cut to this revolutionary this one this one and this insane amazing story and now back to drag and i get it like dre is like 
a, you know, a billionaire and like a huge, huge draw for a lot of people, but like dude has probably more media out in the world about him. And there was some cool stuff where you're just like, Oh, I didn't really know that you went to jail for that car chase. I thought he just got in trouble. I didn't know yeah. he like legit went to jail or like, but that's when I started beefing. Cause I was like, yo, they made it. They, they did that thing where it felt like a little bit, they didn't get a chance to dig in enough where it kind of felt like Dre was controlling the narrative in that respect. Where I'm like, well, so how does that work? Like, do you and Jimmy just give them some of this archival footage and then you make a deal that's like, I get final cut on this, you know, like I, I'm not saying that kind of thing. You need like, to cut to Dre every, every five interviews, go back to Dre. It, yeah. And they, and they deflected so hard with, they were like, well, the one person we can villainize at all times is Suge Knight, you know? And so they, you know, the, the arc needs this sort of, you know, it's like Dre's redemption is when he pulls apart from, but I wanted to see more of that sort of nuance and where it all of a sudden it feels like the filmmaker is like kind of theorizing a little bit about how it might be hard to be Dr. Dre and still have these impulses to get drunk and drive his Ferrari 160 miles through West Hollywood or whatever the hell. But if you go backwards and see where they wind up at, they, where they wind up at Apple. Yeah. And they're trying, their main goal now is to get subscribers to the Apple, um, their version of Spotify. Right. If you start with that. Clearly movies, you're not a subscriber movies to about, Beats. Movies about the two guys <laughs> who run this music subscription service who also happen to have this history with each other. Right. And it's sort of about... It goes backwards to, to front. Yeah, it's and not, I it's like less that. About, it's so, less about their relationship. It's, hey, now they both do this. This and Beats are their big things. But they, never, they don't the, talk about each other that often. No. They do, they, the balance in the beginning is great because we're, it, it feels like the, the great Tom Petty documentary where all of a sudden we're, there's so much access you know, that we haven't had. And it's really like this extreme close-up and it's presented in a way that's just really great. Like, you're right. The filmmaking is yes. so slick. Look who it is. Speaking Brian of Rora. great filmmaking. Dude, how can we talk about documentaries without Brian Morrow? Yeah. I'm blowing the podcast. No, you're here just in time. And quick shout out to whoever owned a video camera during the Springsteen footage and was rolling video and audio the entire time they recorded and happened to be either in the studio or in the control room at the exact time it's like that was the fake. best shit it's that like so... this is fake you guys just filmed this a week ago right there's no way that someone had the mind to be like we should probably be filming this this record's gonna be huge you're all gonna be stars <laughs> but it's really great footage yeah that's amazing that it exists i i and, just i guess my thing and like i you gotta see three and four yeah though. that's the no, thing because that's where i feel like i'm ah, no i'm i'm ready i'm bit. i am not i'm not uh i am in love with it i'm freaking out over it i just want more because i just feel like it's so it's so cool how many weird projects he was on and I could use a little less yeah. Dre, but yeah. like whatever. I'm taking it. I'm happy. Oh, and they didn't and even like, go deep on Jimmy Iovine. Like they didn't do like his Dire Straits tour. You know. Like, well, thank God. 
He because he engineered for like ever. a lot of people. Like I know, like Tom Worman, who did all the like girls, 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 Motley Crue stuff. Like that, Jimmy was his engineer for a little while, mm-hmm. and like there was many years where he kind of wasn't cutting it. You know, they skip over. They just go. Yeah, and that's the part. Talk where I was about like, Bruce, yeah, but the there's Stevie a, there's Dubano. a lot of fucking hits, and there's a lot of heat on. On yeah. you know death row and I mean like how much we get, we how get much FaceTime de- did Snoop, Snoop get in that? He gets a good fair a amount lot. of time. Well, yeah, we'll go. They go into death row and they go into and that, that Interscope. That was, was the, actor Snoop Dogg. That was superstar yeah. actor yeah. Snoop yeah. Dogg because he's like, yo, I've already done eighteen fucking documentaries <laughs> and I've done eighty movies. Now you get this super inflated version of Snoop Dogg who's just got to <laughs> say the same shit that I've been saying, but I'm gonna be extra funny. Yeah, let's maybe do we this. can pick this up after you see the next two. Speaking of picking it up, yeah. let's put a pause on this for a second and get Brian in here. Brian's just getting back from a shoot, and since he's here, let's get him on this. Let's get him on this motherfucker. Let's pause it. It's a new thing here at conference call. Take a break. My grandmother loved to drink, and I remember being like a young kid, and you'd like. So every once in a while, we'd land at her house after six, which was like, damn, that's cocktail time after six. And then you'd get the sweaty gin hug. <laughs> where you'd be like, oh, damn, Nana, I don't like that. You smell like gin. I don't like that smell. Like, I like it better when it's another whiskey or some shit. It's a little warmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, everyone has their flavor. Damn. Sweaty okay. gin. Oh, sweaty yeah. gin. So bad. Warm gin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Gin is just wrong. Just we, yeah, no we lot of, anti-gin. We, lot of, we lost a lot of steam on the Nana's gym, gin uh, <laughs> smell comment. Well, like, that's that really, topic we not to talk like, about. Yeah. It really hit. Like yeah, you're we're, like, we're oh, going from emotional gross. farting, but the gin, Nana's gin uh, breath and gin stink was just too much. <laughs> Another break, please, from our sponsor. <laughs> please hold. Beef eater. Uh, beef eater was my Nana's favorite gin. <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when, when Nana passed away, rest in peace, Patricia, um, I was tasked with, uh, helping, like we did like a house sale, you know, and like in high school, one of my little side hustles was I knew this lady, Sherry Balance, and she did like estate sales and they were dope. And like, I collected records. That's how I got a lot of records was like, you could go to an estate sale and someone who had died was like, what do we do with the records? And then give him the fill. He'll sell them more. He'll just keep them and become the best wedding DJ of all time. Uh, <laughs> that young I, Phil is so modest. Yeah, but I got really good at, um, you can be modest about something that you, that is just, you know, base level. <laughs> not not a lot. Like, like, hey, I'm a very, you know, I'm a great well, driver. I'm, I do okay. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I thought I was speaking your language here, being cynical about my wedding, you know, wedding <laughs> job. <Okay>. Um... <laughs> So I got good at selling dead people's shit is what I was trying to get to when you fucking interrupted me. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was tasked with selling my dead grandmother's shit on a personal level, which was really hard to do. But because I was so good at it, I, got, I cleared that house out pretty fucking quick. And the craziest shit about cleaning out my grandma's house was we kept finding empty bottles of beef eater gin in the craziest places. So Nana was like, Hitting different corners of the house, and just and empty just, a bottle and just leave it there. She or wouldn't she was empty hiding it. Them? I think she, over the years, was just like, you know what? I'm gonna take a little stroll to the corner by the old organ over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have that bottle. I'll take a quick shot. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or she'd be like. That's a life right there, She'd buddy. watch something on television. She'd get a little upset and she'd just reach around the, you know. Or get a little hype. Yeah, or she's <laughs> like, my like, grandson is so adorable. I'm going to drink to that. <laughs> I love it. These, my grandchildren are so beautiful. Here we go. That's what she would do. I would walk right. into the room and she'd be like crying. I'd be like, oh. And I'd be like, what's the matter? And she'd be like, oh, you're just so gorgeous. <laughs> how, old were, how old were you when she passed? Uh, I was like, um, I think 16 or 17. Uh-huh. Time. So, And I was like Nana's handler. I was the grandkid that... Like, was her handler, like, you know, <laughs> I could speak that language where when she would crank call the house, little tipsy, you know, and be like, your father is a Portuguese rat. I'd be like, Nana, <laughs> Nana, I'm trying to watch Ninja Turtles. What are you doing? You can't call here like that. No, you can't talk to mom. She's not going to like this. <laughs> and then she'd be like, ah, oh, you're so cute. Anyway. Gorgeous Phil. That would been a good DJ name. Gorgeous Phil. Gorgeous Phil. What do you mean would have been? It still is. It is, is. a <laughs> great DJ right. name. Start Clearly tomorrow. you didn't Google your host, bro. <laughs> Busted. Gorgeous Google Phil. your podcast host moving forward. Gorgeous Phil. It's, part, it's page six in the Google. Sorry, so pal. I hit up. <laughs> <laughs> Recall. I, I hit up Whitney last night because I decided that I need to have a dance party that's boxing themed. What? And I want to have a boxing ring, and I want us to DJ in the boxing ring. I want it to be lit from above, and I want a, a, like an XLR cord with a mic attached to it to just come down smooth and fast and oh. drop right at the booth so we can talk. And that night, your DJ name is Gorgeous Phil. Gorgeous Phil. Ooh. Silk. silk uh, oh, 100%. Oh, yo, and here's the kicker. Boxers. I'm anything but gorgeous. <laughs> Trunks. Um, there needs to be somebody with like a round, you know, yeah. the, like the sign and like the whole thing. And like, ideally, isn't this a house of pain video? I hope so. Where they DJ in the middle of the ring. Really oh, is. really? I think we might need to go back and Google, take a well, go on hold and do some house of pain video. Fine. I mean, I don't care if I stole it <laughs> subliminally, <laughs> subliminally or not, mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. such a good idea. It'd be so fun. And like just iconically visual. Like, there'd be such a fun field trip party to have, like, the boxing right now. And, like, make everybody, all the all the audience, like, that's the theme for the night. It's, like, dress up like you're either at a boxing match. Like, you know, you got the pimp fur and, like, the cigar and, like, the whole, like, 70s vibe thing. Mm. Or you're, you know, in some form of boxing attire. Well, we could, uh, I guess, you know, because Brian hates this feature anyway... Brian, who said he'd be here 10 minutes ago, and that was 20 minutes ago. Um, we could do coffee, taco, beer. Yeah, that's the game I was telling you about. See, okay. we haven't even played the games yet. Right, let's yeah. play the games. So coffee, taco, beer is a way for you to, I don't know, sort of describe some of the things that you've been into lately. So coffee would be coffee or tea or some sort coffee. of morning beverage related. I know you like your coffee, so I don't have to worry about you there. And then tacos could be tacos, or oh, or it could be could food be yeah. of some sort. Coffee, could be taco, beers. a restaurant. Beer. It could be Burr. a um, a new meal that you're making at home. Something that you're into food wise. And then um, and then beer could be beer or alcohol or a bar or a cocktail or something that uh, is related to the beverage, the late night beverage department. So it'd be coffee. So let's start with coffee. Okay. Coffee Town Pizza, gluten-free beer. I think that's the order. <laughs> yeah. We're close to Town Pizza. So fucking Seattle, man. I got two hours. 
Shit. Or wait a minute. Are you really on vegan pizza? Oh. Are you vegan? No. Gluten-free, uh, gluten I mean. Gluten-free. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Town Pizza's got some good Gosh, stuff. We've, really there's a good, we've come against there's this. There's a good gluten-free uh, pizza in my neighborhood, which is the most L.A. shit I've ever said in my life. But it, it hurts I think, being I think a Phil of Philadelphia. That's think more about words. me assimilating. I think really. Phil has to tell you that off-pod because we tried to get it out of him during Jahan's pod and you wouldn't say it. What, my gluten-free pizza? Yeah. Well, I've grown a lot since that first podcast. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I feel like I can be vulnerable with you guys about my food interests as well as my people allergies. And your organic penis. Super organic penis. <laughs> All right. Do you want to shout it out this time or are you still... No, this is not up? Coffee Taco Phil's penis. <laughs> it's Coffee Taco beer. And can I come back for that one? We got to go for Jay. <laughs> go for Jay. All right, go for Jay. Go for Jay. Coffee. What's your coffee game? Are you a go out for coffee every single morning kind of guy? Every morning, same oh. place. Which one? Black 16 ounce. Cortona coffee. Black Don't 16 know about ounce. Cortona. Do you drink more than one cup a day? Kind Where of is thing? that? Where is do you it, guys live? I should not. Legally, I should not have more than 12 ounces a day. And you what do you mean legally? Because I get like shaky. Like I get like drunk. <laughs> okay. uh, Straight drunk. Uh-huh. Like, like I have no control over things. I'm shaking. I think you call that super high, hyper. Actually. No, that's a different emotion. This is just like I've lost control of the balloon. There's the AC. Did you guys hear the AC? Yeah. yeah. yeah Guess I forgot audible. to shut that off. Uh, so yeah, 16 ounces black, same place every day. Uh, I was gifted a coffee maker at home. I'm too lazy to use it. It mm-hmm. only makes a single cup, which is genius. Man. And I'm kind of lazy. Mm. Mm. Okay, one cup a day. Yeah, 16 ounces. Or... I mean, even when, you do, good. even when you're doing that event no. till 2 in the morning. Uh, Michael uh, drinks way more than 16 ounces. I'll have a Don so. Draper, which is a coffee after 3 p.m. Right, that's, that's what I, yeah. Draper. <laughs> Don I'm Draper. off caffeine right now, which feels wonderful. But I was doing the, I always had to do the two a day. I had to do the top of the morning big one, and then the 3 to 4 p.m., like, I'm crashing. Let's get that one little spike. Yeah, the most offensive thing someone can say to me is, room for cream? No, <laughs> fill the whole cup right. up. To the top with black mm-hmm. coffee. No room. Room for the lid. That's good to That's like it. curb the appetite, right? I think black coffee, like, they're like, it's in. so great. Does I not hate work when for I me. stand in line in front of someone and they order other things in the coffee that should not be in yeah. there. With I'm the, cream, I'm mocha, the guy you hate. <laughs> See, I, yeah. I can live with that. Like, I can accept that. The thing I can't accept is the person who stood in line and then gets up and is like, um... What's an Americano? <laughs> and that, no, wait, that's fine because, like, that's just ignorance. And, like, everyone has a time in their life where they just don't know what's up. And that's fine. People need to learn their shit. But, like, no, you know what is on every coffee menu. And you're like, hmm, what do I want? Because you've just been, like, on Snapchat the whole time that you've been in line. Uh, and holding you're up the line. You're such a fucking oh, idiot yeah. that you're just like, uh, let's, let's have a. I think ordering coffee and buying merchandise is the same thing because mm-hmm. people come up and be like, it's a uh, fucking t-shirt or a what's CD. A, what's a medium look like? <laughs> and I, I can't control my mouth and I just be like, it looks like the medium t-shirt you have on right now. Yeah. It's the same oh, thing. Man. There are no differences. A medium t-shirt is a medium t-shirt. Or when people go up and just ask what size coffee they have, you know, they yeah. have a small they have a medium and they have a large. 
pick one of the three and move on. Yeah. There's a pizza place that we go to for the kids sometimes, and they only actually have two sizes of pizza, but it's not small and large, it's small and medium. So if you ever are like, oh, I'll take a large pizza, and they're like, oh, sorry, actually, we only have medium. That is going to like, confuse them later in life. We're like, look, man. What? And in, in, when dualities exist, small and large take the, that's the precedent. It's not small and fucking medium. That's not how first and second works. It's like you got to It just goes to small and large. All right, we're gonna we're gonna put Brian on the microphone. Brian, Brian, and also um, Taco. Uh, well, I'm currently close to the Taco, so I'd say Town Pizza, in whatever lovely town we're in. What? What are you talking about? Place called Town Pizza. What are you guys talking about? You asked me about food. That's his spot, Town Pizza. Town Pizza. Oh yeah, that place is all right. Okay. Where is that? Where is that? Eleven minutes away from here. In Larchmont, right? Sure. No, no, in Highland Park. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That one. Oh, that's Village Pizza. (laughs) The Larch. Oh yeah, you got to you got to bit back in on that. Got to get those. What have you guys been talking about? You're not on. You're not on Taco. Yeah. And, and you're on Town Pizza. Town yeah. Pizza, yeah. Yeah, I can get with that. Okay. I can get that. Get with that. Okay. There's an NFL rookie uh, just made me a burger tonight. That was pretty cool. Is that a, really good, actually. Please He's tell me Kentucky. the name of the restaurant was NFL Rookie. <laughs> no, no, it's just in his backyard. It's just yeah. in Irvine and the kid's backyard. And I say kid because he's a lot younger than me. I realize Not how pal. old and gray Just, you're going I, for bald I am now. He had a lot of hair. He, he had he, so much hair, he made you think of how much hair you have. He he had a lot of everything going on. Mm. He's, he's in the NFL. He's in his 20s. He so your self-esteem is pretty pounds, high right now. Basically yeah. muscle. So. Feeling real good about yourself? Yeah, I feel great. I'm feeling real good. Showed up, ruined the podcast. Uh, no. Smacking no. up some files. <laughs> we, uh, we ruined it from the jump. There's actually. been some lulls. Wait, what? I'm not that's as not funny good. as other other guests you've had. That's not the six true. Guests. That's not true. <laughs> They've all yeah. been hilarious. The emotional Everybody's stuff been, everybody's uh, been so funny except yeah. you, Jay. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what I heard. They were tweeting. They're tweeting about <laughs> Snapchatting. it. Snapchatting. <laughs> yeah. Phil's been Snapchatting. I was like, we can edit around this and just what? talk about my penis. Oh, it's about your dick? No, uh, Phil's. Sorry. Oh, Phil's penis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just heard you say it's not Phil's penis. My penis came up a couple times. It's not very, coffee very taco naturally. Phil's penis. Which very makes naturally. me believe that you have a beer can shaped penis. Because you skipped beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, I skipped it because I drink gluten-free beer, and that doesn't really count as beer. Does it? Why? Why do you need gluten there, to have but, good beer? But is there a gluten-free beer that's decent? Like Yeah, it's called uh, Ghost Fish out Ghost of Seattle, Fish. Washington, and it tastes like beer. And I made so the mistake of telling the people that made it, yeah. hey, it tastes like beer. And they said, thanks, it is beer. Yeah, it, it is. Real I don't really see why you need gluten to make good beer, do you? I mean, does they it matter? It out. I just is it a, a yeast thing? That's why Jay, Jay's here to debunk that myth and say that there actually is a good... You can have beer without uh, gluten. And does that make you feel less... It feels me less like I'm going to shit myself, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, don't drink, I don't drink beer because I get this crazy, uncomfortable like bloating, usually. So have you ever gotten a wet towel and sort of like uh, ringed it out? Dude, That's I what just the inside this, of my stomach feels like. Before I got like. here, I was wringing out my wet towel. Yeah. On the way over here, that's why Thinking I'm. That's why I was so late. Actually, I was just wringing out my wet towel. Hey, oh, so without the gluten, <laughs> I don't have to wring out the towel, so it yeah. feels pretty good. 
Michael, yeah, switch the rosé now. Expert metaphors, I feel like we've used throughout this podcast. I think Brian would appreciate the uh, we did a personal allergy. We really milked this. We got. We used this one. Uh, what was it? The emotional emotional farting. Emotional farting. Yeah. Into the emotional dumping. Is it f- farting? Is it have go with actual farting or just? No, it's, it's when someone walks in a room and just no no pleasantries and just dumps. Oh, it's just no, it. no, no. and you're stuck. Far- farts. Oh, stuck farts. And your stumping's different. We've there's established that. To it. There's stages to it. And you just sort of, you vaguely walk into the room. Everyone's like, oh, hey, what's up? And then you're like, hey, man. And then like 10 seconds later, you're like, this fucking thing. Like in your bag or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That's an emotion. You're emotionally farting all over the place. Pooted. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. Thought you'd appreciate it. We've been that. doing a lot of that around the office lately, to be quite honest. This place is an emotional shithole. <laughs> I was like, man, every time I'm in this place, it's just fill, crop, dusting the, the workplace, get in the way of everything. Just There's sh- been a lot going on lately, and yeah. we, yeah, we've been, we're moving out. We're, we've been taking. This is maybe the, uh, not maybe. This is officially the last pod that'll ever happen while we're in this room. Oh man, we didn't. I didn't know it was gonna take on like a such a. I would have brought a bottle of something <laughs> or cake <laughs> or something, man. Yeah, goodbye. Um, can we end with a boys two men acapella usually, version? Usually, our so guests bring us goodbye. something. I mean, you know what's really funny is the one compliment God, Jay, I've gotten didn't about even this. Bring us anything. <laughs> this, the one compliment I've gotten about this podcast is they're like, I really like the podcast. It feels very at water. Great. I don't know what. How much I like local shit. When we do this outside of our water, you brought me something from Cafe Gratitude. Oh, that's nice. Oh man, is this a hemp bowl? Is Michael is Cafe not. Gratitude? Michael is not thankful for the <laughs> gift. Well, we, I don't even know what it is yet. You know, Michael, gratitude is what makes <laughs> what we have enough. Oh yeah, that sounds perfect. Thanks. Like the foley <laughs> on that good. is expert. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> it's been in the bag for a while, so not exactly a welcome gift. Pastries. But thanks for having me. Some pastries. Yeah. Your name ends in a vowel. I thought you'd appreciate pastries as a gift. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Cheers. Did uh, how? De- um, where am I in the pod here? What's going on here? Floating through I'm space like, like the rest of us. You're asking the wrong people, bro. <laughs> I'm like, what made you think that I had directions? <laughs> yeah. We've been waiting for you to show up and lead us the way. Oh, all right. This Uh, has all been preamble. Oh, okay, good. I'm going to edit all this out. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome. All right. Well, you're listening to conference call. Uh, Yeah. You're on the call with Brian. And, uh, yeah, I mean, did you, so you're, wait, I missed it because I went, I went to, I went to pee, but. (laughs) We did the coffee. (laughs) No, but did you do, did you do tacos? Hold for train. Just no, kidding. that's out. We're, that's You're done. You know, we're, we're not talking pizza. about that's this. Yeah. Gluten-free pizza, gluten-free, gluten-free beer. beer. No one wants to hear any of that. I know, but is that all you're eating? That's all you're eating in life is gluten-free pizza? Yeah. That's all you're excited about? Yeah. Great. Yeah. I was when in, you take something away from yourself and then someone else presents another option, you're just like, mm, kind of not taking away from myself. Can I ask you an important question? It does question. feel like a good, a, a positive. The, do, were you uh, officially diagnosed as gluten intolerant? No, uh, the person I lived with had to do it, and I said I should probably do it too because oh, that seems like a weird move for me just to eat this stuff in front of you. And then when I did it, every stomach problem I had since I was a teenager went away, and hmm. I was like, "Oh, oh my god, I feel like an idiot for not doing this before because I feel great. Have yeah. gone down three." belt sizes and no longer have to shit all the time. Right. So I'm vain <laughs> enough 
and don't like the bathroom enough to stay away from. Dude, this gut stuff. health, Word. gut health, very important. Oh, there's yeah. a there's a very uh, there's a zeitgeist to gut health right now. I feel like uh, everyone is constantly telling me about a probiotic they're taking. Uh, my Uber driver today told me <laughs> GQ and Goop uh, is where she gets all her info, and that uh, Gwyneth is the oracle of our time. Mm-hmm. And wow. then I said, please pull over. This is a good spot. Dude, those <laughs> and I got out. That goop shit is heavy. That you got to get off that Uber, man. That goop stuff. Yeah, I read Oracle about. Oracle part. Yeah. Where it's time to get out. <laughs> was it they were steam cleaning their vaginas or something? There was like a steam treatment for your vaginal steam treatment. That was like a goop, like goop t- sponsored. Top things to check out this month. <laughs> Five <laughs> things to do this week. Get the va- the steamer out and pop a squat. And or have something. you all heard of Palo Santo? Yeah. <laughs> Palo Santo. I mean. Palo Santo? Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm I've never been to Goop. I don't know what you guys are talking about. What are you guys talking about? Next time you're in the bathroom, just Google Goop. Brian, are you not a feminist? Uh, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> be up on all that. It's just a trick. Question. Next topic. <laughs> it's a trap. Next I'm topic. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There's plenty of feminists that are like, "Fuck Goop." Um, I don't think. Yeah. Anyway. Well, but you're not gonna tell me what it know. is. You I don't, don't want to. I don't about know it? much about it, but Gwyneth Paltrow owns a company called Goop, and there's like a magazine and a blog, and, uh, and she's like, uh, yeah. like the new oracle to use. It has like a Jay's. holistic the, alternative the approach to, Uber to like creating, you know, a healthy holistic. It's, it's the new Martha. It's like the Stewart, moon juice shit. Basically. Did you ever hear? It's Martha Stewart for millennials. Oh, yeah. is it? Tri- and it's tripped out. Like it says, steam, steam clean no, your puss I, and it's stuff. It's not. It's that not is, tripped out, that's bro. That's accurate it's so, as fuck. I know you think I made that shit up, but that's a real thing. It's not tripped out at all. It's very, it's very Martha Stewart just for younger people. <laughs> Wait, these two. So this is two f- far pieces of, that are far apart. Steam clean your vagina. It's very Martha Stewart. Or which one is it? Gwyneth Paltrow? Well, no, because it's health and home. Oh, okay. You know, so it falls it's under the sphere. Steam of, clean like you're fucking like get, this, getting your carpet cleaned. It's shit. a different thing that I think. Does it say that? Is it like right recipes for how have, to eat your placenta and one stuff of the like shows that? Or do some research right now on this. <clears throat> Goop, <laughs> uh, vaginal steaming. All right, that, look, it came up right away. Literally the second thing. Better sex jade eggs for your yoni. <laughs> uh, from Kegels and the LV to vaginal steaming and even laser treatments. We're not shy here. We're just Goop. going. Oh my God, we got a diagram. Peep that. <laughs> Sucks that this is a podcast right now. <clears throat> Jay, this is why you came. This the is, oracle. And this is why you'll come later. Look, the oracle of our times. Look, we needed a hook, and it turned into us just looking we at Goop. A bunch of dudes driver. looking we, at Goop. I mean, where the fuck is Lena to, like, real so listen? Kegels, <laughs> yeah, I know. We need Starting Lena on this one. We Jay need a girl in here to fucking simmer this look, down look, a little bit. Check this real quick. The strictly guarded secret of Chinese royalty. Hello, they were doing this in China for fucking ancient times now. In antiquity, queens and concubines used them to stay in shape. I love how they were like, queens, whether or not you're a queen in the streets or a <laughs> concubine in the sheets, um, you need this Kegel-like physical practice. Um, yeah, fans say regular use increases chi. Fans? <laughs> fans. Fans. Like, people do this and then they become fans. because yeah, huge fan. Because here's why. Because it increases chi, orgasms, vaginal muscle tone. I mean, come on. Hormonal balance and feminine energy in general. So yeah, so I've, 
I just, for the record, I didn't make this up. What's the real? <laughs> I'm the just Chinese say, did many centuries ago. What's the actual name of the practice? It's not steam cleaning your vag. <laughs> it's, it's Stanley Steamers. Uh, no, it's. It sounds good to me anyway. Increase your chi, orgasms, vaginal muscle walls. Yeah, and from no veg. Oh no, so this is different. I guess this is a jade egg treatment. So. Well, Hold on, I got to get a little deep, deeper into the vaginal steaming. So. Oh, boy. Okay, well. You know, we should save something for next episode. <laughs> for the next time, Jay's yeah, on, like a, we can a get a runner. Or listen, I mean, there might be another lull. I'll go out in the field, talk about it with a few other people. Hit the streets, man on the street piece about vaginal steaming and um, whatever that one was. The, uh, the eggs, the jade eggs. <laughs> Could we just go next door and get a girl to come in well, here? Well, that's for just what I was gonna say. Second. Is I'm like, I'm <laughs> sure they offer this treatment somewhere on this floor, like <laughs> right next to the hypno aromatherapy thing. Sure, it's jade eggs. Sure, I'm gonna miss this office building. I yeah. think that we probably that's what this find place some is gonna jade turn eggs into. in one of these drawers. Yeah, this room actually is going to turn into that. You know, this place is gonna be like some kind of. You guys should Spa. move out and just leave one jade egg in the middle of the room. It's going to be one of those cool hybrid places like a hot dog spa where it's like, come through, grab a hot dog hot and a massage. Gorgeous fills, hot dogs and massages. Gorgeous fills, hot dog spa opens this week. I want to yeah, see you so all down. You missed this, Brian, but Jay came up with a new DJ name for Phil. Just gorgeous Phil. Oh, yeah, it's that's good. Yeah. yeah, It's in there. Gorgeous Phil. Tall, what's your, what's your DJ Phil. name now? I got so many aliases. Phil Boy Q? Phil, Phil Boy Q is just for all my social media. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Makes sense. Yeah. That's <laughs> it is to never have an identity ever is to just obscure an identity all the time. It's just that always an alias. Please never get to know me. <laughs> I, I mean, you have the opportunity now to change anything to Gorgeous Phil. And Gorgeous it's just Phil. maybe a good idea. Yeah. Can wow. you see if they're available as we're talking, maybe? Hey, yeah. hey, real quick, buy that URL for me, Mike Cruz, gorgeousfill.com. <laughs> and you should just get dot, you should get the pack.org.me. Dot dot the pack, yeah. yeah. For just $12.99 more. <laughs> <laughs> for just $12.99 and to be subjected forever to a million robot calls, GoDaddy will yeah. let you have Oh, these. man. Shout out to my roommate in college, Joey D, who w- he would do that. He'd wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh. I got this idea for PlannedParenthood.com. I'm buying this thing. And then he'd like get a, you know, some name that would be used. And then somebody eventually would hit him up two months later being like, hey, man, we have He this. got Planned Parenthood? He didn't do that. Oh. That was a very extreme. <laughs> right. And Planned Parenthood existed far below. But it was like good ideas like that where he'd be like, uh, there's going to be someone that wants heavy.com mm-hmm. or something that's just. So you're going to gorgeous Phil. I'll be able to get because of the pH, but if it was an F clearly already taken, there's tons of gorgeous Phil.coms out there. They're Phil. Like the op, like like FIL. Yeah. Gorgeous Phil is definitely a porno site that's out there. Oh, I see Phil gorgeous. (laughs) DJ Phil gorgeous. Dude. I'm glad glad that you've added uh, research um, to the, now we, now that we're doing research live in the studio <laughs> while exciting. we podcast, I'm glad I flew. Um, Jay, I'm glad I flew Jay, in, for, in great, from Seattle. Great for this. to have you come out and help us discover other components. It's always so stuff. entertaining when you're hanging out with people who just look shit up on their phone the whole time. That we thought that if you're just sitting around in your house or in your car, wherever you are, you could too. It, 
emulate that experience by listening to us while we look shit up on our phones <laughs> and talk about it. You won't even be able to see what's on our phones, but always good to verify uh, with research. Are you talking about people playing the game at home? Yeah. Yeah. Playing the home game. Yeah. Uh, Phil's roommate, Joey. Joey D. Yeah, Joey D. Shout out to Joey D. I think he actually listens to this, so shout out Joey D. Thanks. What's up, Joey? What's up, You are a part of SEAL Team 6. (laughs) Shout out to SEAL Team 6, our six subscribers out there. You guys are great. Um, we're thinking about doing something nice for I you. Think, like, I we'll think probably you, just buy you guys, you sandwiches. When you guys get out. <laughs> I think you need to check the stats. You'd be surprised how many subscribers Ooh, we have at this point. Flex, flex. Yeah, what there's a group text with me and like 12 other people who are also subscribers. Hey. Sail yeah. Team 12. We're expanding. <laughs> we might have to drop the whole military context because it's just not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. well, glad to hear that. Somehow we got a report on our SEO and stats. Hey, what um, other am I the SEO lately, reporter Jay? on the streets? You, you brought a lot to this. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. You brought a lot to Thanks. this, Jay. Appreciate it. I just flew up for this. Flew down for this. Flew up <laughs> Thank and then you. flew Thank down. You for Two me. flights. Yeah. Two flights. But you have listened to this podcast before you came uh-huh. on. Yeah, you listened to the Josh. Kevin. Was there any particular highlights where you're like, oh, the the um. Uh, it's a lot of Brian no. laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a good part. Because I listen at uh, 1.5 speed. Mm. So everyone's really fast. <laughs> oh, man. That's... People talk slow. Yeah. Uh, so 1.5 speed. And that's Brian good. laughing at 1.5 speed is worth is worth it. Is it's worth a listen. Sort altogether. of like Roger Rabbit or something. Remember me, Eddie? That's going to sound really brother. fast now. That's going to yeah. throw me off. <laughs> I listen to when I run as well, so I'm kind of like coming in now to consciousness. Yeah. Does yeah. it make you run at 1.5 speed? It does. Too? No, I can run at one speed, which is whatever speed Mario or his brother run at. <laughs> okay. I don't run very do, well. Do you actually listen to podcasts while you exercise? Yeah, someone gave me a uh, heads up, like, stop listening to music. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's not working for you. Listen to podcasts. Well, I don't know if People it's not talking. working for me. I'm not music intolerant. <laughs> that Dude, seems like a personal al- that yeah. seems like a uh uh what are we calling them a uh human allergy yeah yeah <laughs> personal no allergy. i just personal feel allergy. like uh like i di- like i listen to music so much like in every other part of my life mm. that it, it is like it's like all, the distraction is somebody talking Right. And their voices so never like, just kind of go, sometimes they'll go like this, but mm-hmm. mostly they're just going to be talking like this, yeah. but where the music can go But also, like, I feel like in most other parts of my life, I can't really listen to podcasts because there's so much other background shit going but on. But it's only when I I'm doing focus. one thing, which is either walking or running, so I'm not right. trying yeah, to Yeah, so when, work, I'm, when I go to the gym or whatever, I'll listen to podcasts, huh? and I can fully get there, and I can mm-hmm. laugh out loud, and I don't care, and it's like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, but... But music, it doesn't have the same effect. Mm-mm. Run much slower. Mm. Maybe this is a good time to ask uh, our 12 viewers out there, hey, go ahead and email Michael. Where's your favorite place to listen to a podcast? <laughs> yeah, just hit me up. It's gorgeous. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm boiling up. water, but that's just what I do. <laughs> they should send a selfie of what they're doing when they listen to the podcast. Yeah. I, I, more content. I think a, maybe a more productive question would be, could you just ask Phil a question? We just want to ask Phil a question. Email me whatever no, you're no, going. No. Yeah. Well, at, at email, email Mike. Michael. Sorry, he hates when I call him Mike. It only happens when I get tired at the end of the podcast. Um, <laughs> but go ahead and email Michael all your questions for Phil. <laughs> 
Just so we can bug Michael some more. Ask Phil anything. Yeah, seriously. Bugmichael.com. And now uh, let's get some laughter from Brian in there since we know you guys like it. <laughs> yeah. I feel so weird. I d- didn't think this was going to happen tonight for me. But well, I'm really happy to be a part of the last podcast in Casitas. Casitas. Uh, Jay, like seriously, what have you been doing? Did you already talk about all your uh, stuff in your life? Sure. Before, I'll uh, say it less vague this time. Uh, having a baby in October. Oh, yeah. Uh, and advice I keep getting is you should go to the movies now, to which my response is I hate going to the movies because other people are there. Uh, so, yeah, not going to the movies, uh, reading a bunch of baby books. There's two, there were two in my bag earlier, replacing them with pastries for Michael. Didn't want to get the books dirty. Uh, I thought you meant respect. like you traded them. No, that, that'd be bad. Got to read those books. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the books aren't going to help at all when the baby comes. Sure, Michael can give me advice on that. No, but my wife could. Okay. Because I don't read those books. There you she go. does a lot of them. Okay. How could they not? They got to help. I mean, they must help. In yeah, but it's like real time and it's happening and you're not, pros- yeah. you're not have the distance or. Are they goop approved? They are not. Maybe there's a goop, uh, soon to be dad there's book. Maybe you could, you could a get on a, like a goop reading list. A goop reading list. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's, there's like a. You could maybe get a group in your, in your. There's probably yeah. like a, a pep, pep goop dad group, goop dad group, pep group. Dads. You might be able to host that at the show box. I think this is a, I think this is my new calling. I was hoping to come here and get some new knowledge, and I think yeah, I just yeah. got there's it. There's definitely a male version or, or an ancient Chinese tradition of jade eggs for men. <laughs> you know. Whether you're an emperor or a homeless man, you can still shove this rock up your ass. And the benefits... It'll increase orgasms. Dude, it's a jade egg. Fans it's very say, different from a rock. Well, how is a jade egg not a rock? Is jade not a rock? It's, a, it's, it's probably a, a stone. Yeah, it's how did like we a gem? fucking get it's... back to the jade egg? You're having a kid? Having a kid, uh, working a bunch. Have no time for any creative stuff because I'm working too much and my brain can't function. You're, uh, uh, really tried to meditate for a while. Uh, that didn't last too long. I uh, using that Headspace app. Oh, I love that. Yeah, he's great. I really like that guy's every, voice. It's the same guy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I've heard that guy's voice somewhere else before too. And I was like, oh, fuck. Go get money, dude. Get your money. That's good. Uh, I really wish I could do that every day. When I did it for a couple weeks in a row, I was super happy and much more relaxed. Uh, but I find myself just like working a bunch and not having time to read or like do anything creative, which is, is a bummer. Your, your and I was hoping Brian would be here tonight to talk about that. Of, your paternal mm-hmm. instincts kicking in of being like, I have to take care of another life form and therefore I have to make all the money I'm going right. to make in my life. Do you feel in like the you're prepared? Do you feel like you're prepared? Are you managing some sense of preparation here? Or I mean, or my folks did it. They raised two kids with no jail records or face tattoos, so... I think I'm good. Right. I mean, they didn't have much stuff. So in that way, I feel prepared. Right. And I've met a bunch of other people that have children that have questionable skills. Their kids seem fine. Yeah. You're like, I know so many shitty people with kids. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you really do kind of have to eventually you got to lean on that, which is like, look, like. You know, there's a lot of shitty people having kids, and so I should be able to at least keep <laughs> that's the, up. That's the base level for the argument. You're like, yeah, it's somewhere in between those two things. I also like to take it back in history. It's like, well, people were still managing to have kids like before they understood that there were things called like germs. And, you know, we made it. 
So I guess a lot more, less people made it back then. But uh, what I mean is... You, you because say, of germs. Yeah, yeah, because of germs. You're one of those guys that goes back in time to germs. No. <laughs> yeah. I, just I met a guy the other day who was like, you guys ever think about how bad it probably smelled back then? And he was the go back in time and how bad it smelled guy. Well, that's when I watch Game of Thrones and they, and they have like a bunch of sex. Totally. And I'm like, you guys don't have soap yet. And you're having a bunch of sex stuff. See, you're the how back many in time penises, hygiene guy. How many penises have fallen off in Game of Thrones time? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm. There's got to be. Happening. That is not a plot point, And we're almost done with the season or the show. Right. And there has not been a, a dick fall off uh, tally. Yep. Well, there was a dick <laughs> cut off. But I mean, fall off due to like not being clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. It's true, but... <laughs> have they had STDs in Game of Thrones? I feel like I might have seen something implied there. They, Apparently, we are not. They big. cover all their bases, you know. They're Mike, not, do you want to look? It's very up? expansive. <laughs> <laughs> very expansive that world. I think maybe they say something about it with the the brothels in King's Landing. Yeah, I think There's someone some they sort like, of reference. Yeah, they like refer- like They did their research and they were like they use like scabies. It was like an ancient STD. Like, no one gets scabies anymore. If only they had a jade egg. I got I got scabies one time. It was a really bad time of my life, actually. Really? It's a pretty yeah, good I'm song. Serious, yeah. Oh shit. I made a rap song about it. It's all right. Yeah. yeah scabies. It's pretty it's usually a fun one. It, what are you, is that like a soap treatment? Is that like a topical thing? Or? Uh no. Nah, I'll send you the track. <laughs> oh my god. I gotta <laughs> listen to some rap really music. You're like, it. you'll understand when you hear this rap song. <laughs> I break it down pretty good in it. I think I answer most questions yeah. in it. The treatment part of the song as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I, th- I mean it goes through the I whole mean, story. I mean, there's a lot of times where I'm just scratching over it. So I don't I mean, think do you mo- see what I did there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Candela <laughs> by our reaction of silence. <laughs> Pun it's intended. Like, that's okay. We're counting lulls. For those of you at home playing the game of counting lulls with us, sixteen. Yeah, yeah far We're more lulls though. It's okay. We edit those shits out. They don't even know about the counting lulls. <laughs> for the editor. <laughs> Hi. How's the missus? Hi, how's it going? Uh, the missus is great. Working, uh, still working, still shooting. Uh, can't be stopped. Very impressed by how much she can handle physically and like uh, emotionally and editing around the clock kind of thing. Just constantly managing working. Managing client expectations. All that stuff. All the above. Mm-hmm. And uh, is she like ultra pregnant right now? How? Twenty-seven and a half weeks. <laughs> Out of so her. pregnant that That's the kid's pregnant. eyes are open. Inside. Shout out to Damn you, knowing twenty seven and a half. I mean, There's an app specific. that updates her every week on a Sunday. So the Sundays when we change weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm familiar with that. Yeah, the thanks. Lord's Day. I follow that. Yeah. So yeah, the kids' eyes are open, which is strange. He's just in super dope she, Jenny. She, oh, she's yeah, just yeah, in the, super dope Jenny she, hot tub uh, with eyes open, just yeah, breathing uh-huh. liquid. Do you have a doula? Are we? At, is this a home birth? We uh-huh. there have been interviews with doulas. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I people. do some light. Are you also a doula? doula work. Yeah. <laughs> Is that another podcast? Go- Gorgeous, Gorgeous Phil. Gorgeous, Gorgeous Phil, Phil the doula. Phil, Don Shula the doula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you available uh, the second Friday in October? <laughs> Can I book you now? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm How like, get discount? No, this is way late to Don be Shula <laughs> the Dula. <laughs> it's a great DJ name. <laughs> That's some next level shit. Don Shula the Dula. Uh, or the is Dula it, Don Shula, yeah. Is the plan a home birth? No. Do you want to ta- no. not talk about no. your birth? Probably Med- not. Medical staff. 
Yeah, medical staff. I don't want to don't play. jinx anything. Yeah. yeah, don't play. Second Friday in October. I mean, you guys don't live in Fremont. No. Right. No, no trolls. Yeah. <laughs> I was visiting a friend not too long ago, and I was sitting in their living room, and then the, they were talking about the birth. They had just had a kid, and then all of a sudden the conversation shifted over, and they were like, that's the chair that I had the home birth in, and I was just like sitting there. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it is. It's, uh, there should be a little life. plaque on the chair. And life. On yeah. this date. This <laughs> happened. Yeah. Or, or, or I just stole the chair away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. If it's, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Bad, but I'm kidding. It is like, I'm not it is a little bit weird how deep some people want to talk about. No, I, I don't even think it's that weird. It's just you don't think about it. I do. You don't think about your living room in that term. Like when you go to buy a living room sets, you don't think, oh my God, that's actually a good chair for home birth. <laughs> but maybe we should. <laughs> I'm going to say sets. that there's really probably a store gonna... in the LA area yeah. oh, that sells so chairs them. for yeah. home birth. Thousands Michael, If you're not creating dollars. those chairs already, <laughs> maybe add those to yeah. your catalog. Oh, the doula, the marketplace. But the whole, the whole thing, like every emerging. single part of it from beginning to end, like I have two children. My wife is very, very informed and very like, like proactive about knowing everything that was going on. And like, I mean, she's not the kind of person to go around like just like openly talking about it. I mean, she'll talk to people about it if they, that's their thing or whatever. But like, it is crazy to watch the people who just like want to talk about it. It's heavy. <laughs> it's intense yeah. where they're just like in their like birth story conversation in public, like in a yeah. show. And Probably speaking not. of which, this is a really nice segue for me to tell you about this little moment that I had tonight at dinner. I went to Speranza and just like got a like, quick plate of pasta before the pod tonight. And <laughs> there were these two like really cute kids. It was like a, like a really effeminate gay guy and like a cute, like maybe like 18, 19 year old blonde chick, like sitting next to me. And the girl says to the boy, she's like, after this, we should really go to moon juice. <laughs> and he's like, Oh yeah. She's like, it's like so, it's like such an experience. And he's like, wow, all right. Well, like, what, what do you mean? She's like, it's like if you were on a spaceship in outer space and it was the food that you had to eat. And that's what you get at Moon Juice. Whoa. <laughs> I was like. Like they just look like totally normal, like unassuming. I love how little, they just like, extended the breakdown of the name. They're like, "Well, see, there's the moon, right? So that we're in outer space now." I hadn't even considered that that was there's the, juice because where she was going with it's it. It's a food. It group. was incredible. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's next level. That's awesome. I'm gonna say that he knew what it was, but he just wanted to hear what her pitch was. <laughs> he got it. So did I. And I'm happy to have gotten it. It seems weird to go have a juice after pasta, though. Right? Not what it, I would. Yeah. But if you're, you know, maybe it if was you're like, like a, 19, it's chill. You just do. You maybe there were some healing properties to what juice they were going to pick, and it was a post. They have like a dessert meal. option for yeah. sure. Right? Dessert, dessert <laughs> juice. Maybe it's a, they have like a moon, a port moon juice. Put this coconut <laughs> on your head and inhale the vapors <laughs> for twenty eight dollars. Yeah. 
we'll slash some eye holes in there for an extra five. <laughs> and that was like a better question is like, how are those kids eating at Speranza and then going to Moon Juice? Yeah. How can they afford it? Even? Yeah. That's like, that's like a Speranza's $150. I'm like, night. you didn't ask them what podcast they do. <laughs> yeah. Who is sponsoring hey, your podcast, podcast you guys? <laughs> you can eat like this. Maybe Moon Juice is their sponsor. We just lost so much sponsorship tonight. Goop. We lost our Moon Goop sponsorship. Juice. Moon Juice. Gluten-free. Out the doulas, childbirth. We just pissed off so all the, many All the cool. regular beer. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to be on that Lenny newsletter from Lena Dunham, and she's going to be like, have you heard this awful podcast? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that'd be You think press. we're going to get internet shamed for this episode? <laughs> no, but it, uh, a little I hope, internet. I hope I don't bring that upon your house. Yeah. I mean, don't <laughs> oh, we all? feel yeah. so bad. I do love that we all like culturally live in some fear of like internet shame. It's coming to us. So I don't use Twitter anymore. I'm afraid. I, I'm going to mispunctuate eventually thing. and someone's going to call me out on the your versus your thing. Or their versus <laughs> T-H-I-E-R or T-H-E-I-R. Or oh, T H E R E, yeah. or even worse, you just say something really fucking insensitive. Yeah, someone calls you out. Really or, afraid. Or, of or Twitter. even worse, you finally just say the racist thought in your head, and then everyone's like, "Hey, fuck you, racist!" And you're like, "Wait, this is—it's just a tweet." And then people are like, "Hey, fuck you, that's wrong. What you think?" And you're like, "Wait." It's wrong. Actually, it's like I, a very personal story. I, I don't for your at like, Shark what? Pig account. I was like, I gotta shift my seat a little bit. Is this an admission? No, I, I don't. I don't think that's a Twitter thing. I think that's a Facebook thing. What sh- the shaming thing? Well, no, but Look, ca- I don't call think out it's culture, cool. right? Call out culture. This is a big one. Have you read this idea of call out culture versus call in, call in culture? Does he do this much research on topics? Dude, I'm like, talking. He practices in his car on the way over. Hashtag, have you heard? Dog, check this out, right? <laughs> hey, pal. I was Googling hey, pal. today interesting things to talk about on a podcast. <laughs> and um, this one came up the whole idea of call out culture and the, this notion of calling in and how the call out culture becomes this sort of toxic thing because there's no personal contact, right? Mm-hmm. But the stakes are super personal. The outcome, the effects. Uh, hold on. Clearly, this is not interesting enough to hold attention <laughs> here. Stop. I'm edit. I'm just getting a beer. Okay. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about real shit here. Stuff that actually is good on podcasts. But you go ahead and grab a beer. I'm listening. Beer is good on podcasts, um, apparently, too. Well, I, I had to do this, too, because this is an example of actually calling in mm. and calling out to be extra meta because <laughs> we're doing it on a podcast. But live, I'm calling you in. So the idea is that online, these people... Hold on, we have a call on the hotline really quick. Hold on, hotline. (laughs) We're going to take your call real quick if we can just figure out if this podcast has a hotline. Hold on on one second, Phil. I'm going to let you finish, but seriously. Shit. So to go back to call-out culture online, right? So social media sort of perpetuates this idea that if someone's going to say something, share something online... Uh, someone will call them out for that particular thing. But the outcome can be severe, uh, and often it, the result is not as great because it, it separates people more than it brings them together. Um, and the outcome can usually be devastating. So there's been, I've read a couple articles on the idea of calling in versus calling out, and the idea that, especially with people that are important to you, when something like that happens or someone may reveal that an opinion they have is racist or borderline offensive prejudice whatever it is 
you should reach out to them directly and make a personal contact because then all of a sudden they have a context that they can understand too. That is this, this line is between you and I as people here. It's not just the mob mentality that call out culture sort of perpetuates the idea of trying to get back to the personal one-on-one engagement. That's, but also that, that's like, real. That's a pretty big dick move. If Brian says something insensitive on the internet and I just like, put him on blast on the internet right. without but saying something happen. it's, yeah. yeah it's been happening a lot it happened will, no, sorry like, not to me guys let me just back this up <laughs> yeah. i did not say something Listen, racist online and me. and i'm getting internet shamed that's not what's happening although mm-hmm. it did it can have yeah there's a lot of people who like will not even say anything really racist but it'll just catch on like uh i read this article about this this lady who had basically like a Facebook album of pictures where she's doing the opposite of what the, some sign says. So like there's a no loitering sign and her and her friend are like sitting on the ground. There's a no smoking sign and they're smoking a cigarette. There's a, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then just in the, along with the lines of this stupid Facebook album that she has, there's there at the tomb of the unknown soldier in Arlington in the national cemetery and it says, please observe silence at the tomb of the unknown soldier. Saw this one. <laughs> and her and her friend are, they are in the picture. It looks like they're screaming, which they actually weren't even screaming. It's just a fake picture as a joke. Right. The thing goes viral. People start like tweeting about it, sharing it and just shaming this person being like, how dare you disrespect the troops and the, you know, just right. like going crazy. And she's also the type of person who doesn't, completely understand uh the safeguards of like putting some privacy on your feed or and not having like your home address and stuff like that she starts getting death threats at her house people start coming to her house is completely like psychologically scarred from the experience and basically just doesn't go out of her house anymore has turned into an agoraphobic about it that's the type of thing where i would say it's like hey we don't want to really unleash just the 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 international fury on people for no reason exactly it's true and it's not those, to say that's just no think reason about it. those yelp reviews have consequences <laughs> just imagine if someone had phoned in what is it called in called in called in <laughs> and that's why you're leaving this just address imagine if someone had phoned in because this is the address you have on the podcast so if someone has a problem You'll no longer be here by the time people hear. <laughs> they'll this. walk yeah. in. They'll bash the doors down. <laughs> fucking pitchforks and flames. What will they find? One just jade one jade egg. Yes. Just yeah, come on over or at ATX. Stop by. It's like the end of. It's like it's like a boiler room. You know, it's just a room full of phone landlines in a warehouse. Is just that a spoiler j- alert? I've not seen that movie. Okay, mm. fair enough. Well, it's just a line of jade eggs in an empty <laughs> office space. And then what? And, a, and, and just like a, a nice, a real go? nice mural of Gwyneth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably, hey, I really um, want to call that Uber driver. Probably a little more accurate than we'd like to say. <laughs> Goop, what's going on with Goop? We're gonna do some investigative reporting on Goop. Is this? Uh, did we hit our two-hour mark for yeah, the podcast? We hit, we hit the three-hour mark. So. Jay. So we've only got Thanks. seven more hours to Jay, go, Jay. Jay, great <laughs> content so tonight. Yeah, great content. Thanks. <laughs> You're a real content leader right now. <laughs> didn't, didn't stop talking the whole time. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you to the Uber driver who looked like Kate McKinnon that spurred the goop stuff. 
Are you worried that when you have this up. child, you're not going to be able to podcast as much as you'd like to anymore? It's going to be all <laughs> podcasting, no going it's out a fear of the house, that I have. just podcasting yeah. in the basement, yeah. I mean, that's a Michael real, has two children, he just podcasts. That's a real me. reason why I do this, Yeah, because I just want to see my friends, and I don't want to go to a fucking club. <laughs> so, here we are, we're just sitting around the room, drinking, nobody has their cell phone out, it's a pretty ideal situation. No one besides Phil, who has been doing research, has touched his cell phone. I, You know, it's important it's a new we record have some for me. critical quantitative research, and today, <laughs> that was my responsibility. Uh, I came into the podcast not knowing a lot about Phil. Um, leaving the podcast, and Phil might be my favorite person on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, Jay, yeah. I feel that same way about you. You're my, you're my new favorite guest. Thanks. You're my it's favorite one, guest one of episode six. six. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think. And this space, I really am gonna miss this space. It's funny that we didn't realize that till halfway through, but this space is an awesome space. I remember all the fun events we've had in here. Um, the divorce party, which is where I met most of you guys. And yeah. That's, that's, you all got divorced at the same time? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a group divorce. Uh, yeah. It's killer. That was, that was a great concept. No, but uh, seriously, though, we, Brian and I were talking about this the other day. Like, countless businesses have formed in this room, and mm-hmm. people have, like, launched so many different amazing, crazy ideas, and so many good friends of ours have you know, like come and gone and, and like even just people like traveling all over the world, stop by and work for a day and siphon the internet or just like hang out. And yeah, it's, it's, it, it does, it's starting to feel a little emo. We're like packing it up after like eight years and moving to a new spot. Donald Bird places in space. Yeah. Donald Bird played here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, on to the next one. Just think of all the great podcasts that are going to happen in that bigger place. Or just think about all the great we unknown wouldn't even be able to fit this. We wouldn't even be able to fit this set up in the room that we're supposed <laughs> no, to record them in. No, definitely not. Over oh, there. Yeah. Are you moving to a smaller space? Don't have no, doors yet, much so. bigger, but the room that, be like a studio that though, we've right? set, set it up for this studio. is, is yeah. like 100 square feet. Cool. Quiet, though. Jay Cox. Jay Cox. Ooh, God, best guest, best guest alert, <laughs> bringing his own exit music. No editing on this one, man. Oh, man, this was a huge one for me. Special shout out to Goop. Wow. The fade. That was uh. incredible. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. Appreciate good, it. Buddy. Goop pal. out. Yeah. It was great, pal. Goop out. Thanks, pal. <laughs> good night. Oh, nice hey. You know. Um, you know what? If I could just ask you guys to do one thing, just go to iTunes and look up Conference Call Podcast or look up the Flash Dance or look up some version of that and subscribe. Because if you subscribe, then it goes up in user stats and more people listen. And then more people get to learn these really. But our stats are solid right now. We found out earlier our stats are solid. They're more solid than you (laughs) guys have tried to portray them as. Even without the prison population? (laughs) No, I mean, they're helping a lot. And all the bots that I've hired in Bangkok. Did we get a, a letter from prison yet? 
Yeah, it's here. <laughs> I used to get letters when I, I was in college radio, and I'd get these letters from prison, being like, "Phil, I was drawing all night to your radio show. Thanks, man." That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. That's cool. It was really cool. I'm down with that. Yeah. I was trying all night. They'd be like, what's your number? We got to hang when I get out. And then, <laughs> you, and then and I then felt you differently. Gave, and then you gave them your home address. <laughs> yeah, here's my I'm Michael Antonio at 310 <laughs> Casitas Place. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, nice one, you know. Um, I'm sure we'll do better next time. <laughs> Shut up. Bye. Yeah.